0: Peace in our human family, you in unity, divine light shining individually, collectively transforming community, peace in our human family. One love, one growth, as above, so below. Game in my soul, the red pill dissolved. Organized, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars. They don't fight, they sit in the hall. And nothing lasts forever. As long as we stay together, give hell to the masses. Watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids in the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, life warriors. Hello, everybody out there in the airwaves and out there in the podcast world. I got another special guest. This uh, is a great artist. um, Hell from New Jersey. Um, and Chase. What's
1: up, what's How's up, it going, brother? I'm chilling, man. How about you, man?
0: Oh, good, good, good. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, Your music is very interesting. I say this about, I'm pretty sure people that listen to me, they hear me say this 24-7. Oh, your music is very interesting. Because it is. Because I listen to yeah, your I music. That. <laughs> I told that, man. There has been people that have actually like tried to get on the show, and I'm just I listen to the music. And I'm like, "What well, this kid hasn't done anything." Like, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. kid, it still needs vision, but I don't understand. So, okay. when audience, when I really say that, like this dude is interesting, I mean it. That this dude is interesting. I'm not out here just trying to get any interview with somebody because no, <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> Chase, um, I like your pretend record. Your, your pretend record. I was listening to it again earlier today um um, taking notes um because yo you can you kind of are you so you have singers on here right those Um, are not you or you can you rap and sing because that's crazy
1: all the singing i did myself all the singing and rapping i did myself i had two features but they were rap
0: Mm -hmm. features dude you're a hybrid i always talk about like how the hip-hop game has just changed from like the early 2000s i mean the only singing rapper really was like gyro
1: yeah, but now, yeah sure.
0: now there's like 800 different singing rappers and shit like that, and I, and, and as a rapper, I'm jealous because I can't sing, and it would make it so much easier than trying to find features and shit like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs>
1: I had to learn how to sing, man. Um, at some point, because shit, when I was starting this, man, if you heard me sing, you'd be like, "Yo, please stop!" Like, it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad, but, um. As I got deeper and deeper into this, I just, there wasn't a lot of singers in my area, and if they were, they didn't want to work with me. I mean, I wasn't really doing nothing crazy at the time. Mm. I wasn't big. And plus, the stuff I talk about, nobody wants to really, you know, deal with or be a yeah. part of. Um, it's real taboo in the music industry to talk about, like, depression right, right. and you know stuff like that. So I was like, man, I just, I, I took, I went on YouTube, I looked up singing lessons and just practiced for days and days and days. And I'm not fully the best, but I, mm-hmm. I, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like I'm able to do something with it now.
0: That yeah, that's freaking dope. Um, I find it so crazy. I hear about people talk about all the things they learn off of YouTube. Like I learned how to play percussion instruments off of YouTube. But <laughs> I never heard somebody learn how to sing off of YouTube. That's freaking insane. <laughs> bro, you yo,
1: I'm bro, YouTube is the dictionary for everything. Like it just tells you yeah. everything
0: literally youtube so university
1: thing. yeah pretty much
0: all those careers that have started because of youtube
1: exactly like it's wild i mean plus because like if you got like a hobby and you put it on youtube and you're consistent with it bro you're gonna start making money out of nowhere it's amazing i, I think youtube is one of the best like sites out there right now
0: mm-hmm. so let's get into the origins before we talk about the project mm-hmm. how did you what were you like in high school? Let's start with that. Actually, what um, what was a practicing and chase like in high school? If I was going to high school, what would you describe yourself?
1: Well, um, my friends said I was funny. Ah, uh, but mm. I, I was serious when I don't leave me alone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes I I was mostly sleep in high school. I don't even remember high school that much. I was really sleep. If I wasn't in sleep in high school, I was sleep at home, waking up late for high school. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was um, a nice. I tried to be as nice as I could. Um, I, during my junior year of high school, maybe late sophomore year, I developed a straight edge lifestyle. So I stopped doing a lot of drugs and drinking at that point. Um, But yeah, I believed in like peace, love, positivity, and good vibes. But I also wanted people to understand that, you know, depression and stuff like that is real because I I have depression. Um, I have, I'm bipolar. So like I deal with a Mm -hmm. lot of different things. So when I was a kid, in high school, I was like, yo, like I could take this little talent I have. I used to rap at lunch, you know, lunchroom rapping, you know. And mm-hmm. I used to I used to go downtown or walk around the school with a with a sign that said we'll rap for food. And people were like, All right, give me a verse and I'll rap and they give me like, you know, money, chips, soda. Like I was it was working at one point. So I was like, bro, wow. if I could take this to a grander scale, I could do something with that. So me and a friend of mine, we started um a label. Looking back, it was a label, which is a bunch of friends together rapping. But, um, and that's when I started making a lot of things. And I think my, my first project was called How You Perceive It. Um, a portion of it's still on SoundCloud, but it's not like, I don't, I don't know where the rest of it went, honestly. But um, that was like the deepest, saddest project for a 17-year-old boy to ever <laughs> make, man. And like, I'm thinking, yo, this shit is fire. Niggas at in school is like, yo, you i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry so like i yeah. like that was my niche like that's what i like to do i like to t- talk about real stuff i mean i don't like to sit there and talk about shit I, I I haven't done like i don't i don't see the need for that i mean i don't see the need for that for me but i could see how other artists could do that i mean like if it work it work i'm not i'm not shitting on nobody right like, right me, it was like a nah man i I wanna do it this way. So I've yeah. been rapping and about like depression and real stuff and the relationships and stuff for since I can remember now. How old are you? I'm twenty three now.
0: Yo, so let me tell you something, man. I'm noticing that a lot of artists that are like I'm twenty nine, but I would say like thirty and up. You don't find a lot of black artists that are comfortable in talking about emotions.
1: Yeah, Like that's true. Compared
0: to younger artists. You know what I mean? Which is one thing I love. Like one artist I can think of that I can listen to whenever I have like issues um but I rant to my girlfriend all the time and I have problems. She's 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 became the uh the backbone. She rants to me too. So um but whenever I'm like by myself and stuff, um uh I listen to like Juice World or um, really cool. Maybe some old XX Toxin joints and shit like that. Because I
1: I, I just one of my idols. I don't know if you can see it, but I keep his heart on my finger at all. The time. yeah. On his yeah, I got I got five idols. for him that like really made me the artist that I am. I want to say mm-hmm. not make, made me, but like you know helped me push to get that artist. Um X uh I got uh Kid Cudi's Rager tattoo because Kid Cudi's one of them. Mm. Um yeah, Hopson. Kid Cudi. Yeah. Hobson is another one. Yep. Uh, oh, you know about
0: Hobson. That's the yeah, That's my favorite <laughs> rapper of all time. Uh, that's like the black Eminem bass. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
1: 50 Cent and uh, Michael Jackson. Those are my five idols. And they all yeah. have pushed me in a certain way to where like I am who I am when it comes to music or how I do certain mm. things. Mm. Um, <clears throat> um, So when it comes to like emotion and stuff, I really learned that from X and Hobson because like some of should be hard, but if you really listen to his albums like I do, like he really be, he really be venting, <laughs> I'd be, be like, God damn! Yeah, man. he be venting. <laughs> sometimes want to, sometimes I want to call him up like, "Yo, Marcus, you need a hug, man." Like you know, Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Like it's Michael exactly. Jackson. And um, same with k Cuddy. and same with Fifty. Fifty is actually the first rap song I ever heard. I remember I was like eight years old, wow. and I heard in the club. And from there, I just started making, like, I was, I was eight, so I wasn't making, like, nothing crazy, but I was rapping, saying, you know, to try my best. And as I got older, I started to comedy rap because, like, with comedy rap, nobody can judge you because, like, oh, it's supposed to be funny. You know, it's supposed to be stupid. And then yeah. one day I sat down and really started it. And I, that, at that point, I think um, I was, like, 13, maybe 14. And I was, like, yo, I I, I want to try this. I want
0: to keep doing this. So. Word. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um... I, I think it's just amazing how hip hop is able to talk about yeah, um, 100%. their emotions now. Yeah. That's always been the thing. Um, yeah. Especially how black men are raised. We're always raised to like keep our you shit know, bottled in. We're a like tough fun. one in the
1: group and shit like that, bro. And right. It's really fucked up, but I mean, the environment doesn't help either. Right. You know, I mean, I'm lucky that my mom took me out of Trenton, New Jersey and right. put me, like, in a nicer area of Jersey um, at a point where, like, it was getting bad around that town. She was like, yeah, we got to go, right? <laughs> like, she was like, we got to get out of here. And I'm happy that she was able to do that because, like, at that point, I was able to, like, realize, like, yo. I mean, I was young, but as I grew up and realized what she did, she may have saved my life without even knowing it. Mm,
0: that's deep. That's deep. We, we can talk about, like, how the system is, but, like, that that is deep. That it's like that, and a lot of people mm. need to hear that. A lot of people mm-hmm. need to hear those stories. We need to have a conversation on how we can fix that because it's just yeah. the most ignored part of America. Just definitely, you know, even if I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut, and it's rough over there. Oh, like, damn, I heard about the place. Yeah, you damn. see, you, everybody hears about Bridgeport.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, the police
0: was crazy. my dad was coming down. Bro.
1: Bro, I would hear shit like that when um, I was, um, like, when I go to do shows in different places. They're like, where are you from? You know, everybody in the back, you know, chilling. I'm from Trey. Oh, what shit. You, what do what, what you mean? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> what do
0: you mean? What I mean? Bro, that's how to be from Trey, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> you gang gang?
1: <laughs> like, bro, I don't do none of that. I'm not affiliated with nobody, man. Just uh, on my show, bro. Like, who you belong?
0: Yeah, that's funny. That's funny, man. And, like, so... Do you create your own beats or do you have uh, another guy?
1: That's the one thing I outsource for. Everything, every Mm. single thing you see from me, I do myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Covers, I like to outsource to get other artists in, but most times I'll I'll deal with it myself. Um, Vocals, lyrics, projects, all me. Mm -hmm. Beats, that's the one thing I can't do, man. That's the one thing that be beating my ass. I ain't going <laughs> to lie to you. I've tried. I've tried. It's just not. It's just a talent I can't do. And I respect. It. If you could do something I can't do, I respect you automatically because yeah, it's hard right. to get to get a talent and do it. So, um, I have two close friends of mine. Sometimes they make beats, but most of the time, I'm like, I just I've, I've I've met so many artists and stuff, and I just work with other producers all around the world. I just I, if That's I amazing. if I need if producer number one got something that I know he could do, I will hit him up. Same with two, three,
0: and four. That's amazing. Are you independent or are you signed? I'm independent. Wow. Mm. Wow. So. That's that's a lot being 23. How do you yeah. deal with that?
1: Um, A lot of sleep. <laughs> so, man, <sometimes, laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I woke up today a little late and then I seen the notification from you and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm like, I, got, I, I marked it on my calendar. I got this Alexa here. I'm like, yo, why nobody remind me? Like,
0: Boy, boy. But,
1: um yeah, I just stress, it's stressful, man. It's so stressful. I remember um my, my biggest song hit when I was like nineteen. And mm. I damn sure I didn't know what to do back then. Um I've mm. had a lot of trial and error and I just, just keep going. That's all I could do. That's all you could hey, really man. do is just keep going. I mean yeah. um it's
0: the best way, honestly. You don't want to get caught in a three sixty yeah. deal, especially. 100%. Being
1: yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like it's it's fun, but it does get stressful, but, like, it's kind of what I signed up for, you know what I mean? So, like, oh, right. <laughs> what am I going to do about it?
0: Yeah, man. Do you have, do you, now, do you, like, have any artists under your belt? Because I, I kind of sense that you have, like, this type of, like, uh, mentorship that you could bring to other young cats that...
1: Well, I mean, I don't have any, I don't want to say I'm mentoring anyone, but I do have, like, a couple friends that still do music, and I try to tell them, like, yo, yo, like, use me. Like, if you need me, let me know. I can help you the best I could. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You know, pride is a big thing sometimes. That's it for them. But, um, no, nah, I just got my friends that I pretty much rap with, that I've rapped with since high school. Just I'm on a kind of a grander scale. I don't want to say, like, I'm bigger than them, but I'm on, a, like, a different level right now. And I, I'm sure they're going to get to that level. I have faith in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. But if they need a feature, they they know I always got it. Like no matter what. Wait,
0: word, word, word. And like you have so you have your own studio and everything, right? Oh uh, yeah. You everything is home. Yeah. Everything
1: at home. I could go to the next one right now.
0: That's fucking dope. Man. That's dope, man. Just to have your own studio.
1: Yeah, Wait. man. <laughs> Shit. It ain't nothing lavish. Like you walk in, it's not what you expect, but it right. gets the job done right now. You feel me? Right. It gets right. the job done
0: let's break it let's break it down what makes what what why why do you feel that you have to which by the way you have great extraordinary music um why do you feel that you have to um why do you have to make sure you tap in on the emotion side why do why do people not feel why why do you feel like you don't need to do those hits and try to make billboard and all that stuff like that
1: because i like to think of it every time people ask me that question Right. I think of it as like if me and four other artists are rapping about the same shit, right. maybe two of those artists are going to make it. And then me and another, the other three are still going to sit here trying to figure this out. Right. But if I go and make my own lane about stuff that is so touchy that only that people, that everyone has an issue with. Everyone has problems with relationships. Everyone has problems with like depression and emotion. If I go by myself to make that niche, people are going to start gravitating towards it. Because, like, mm. yeah, I hear that all the time, but, yo, what's that? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, everybody wants to try, especially with music. Music is the most safest thing to try without any type of consequences.
0: Mm.
1: So why not? That's are you also
0: think. influenced by uh, the, the, the heavy metal scene, the post-metal scene, like the, the bands back in the day? Like I know XX Toxie and his favorite band was um was it Blink182 or something like that? It was one I, of those.
1: I believe it was. I could be wrong about that too. But um I like all types of music except for country. Um <laughs> and nothing against the people out there listen to country, it's just not me. Like I can't right, right. I can't jam with the country. Um right. <clears throat> the closest I got to country was Lil Nas X, uh old Town road. Yeah.
0: But Fire Artist.
1: Fire fire. But I just enjoy music. Mm. literally that's it and you can hear it in a lot of the things I do like you'll hear the rock um the rock influence um my one mixtape I dropped uh yeah whatever cool do you uh it was a lo-fi punk rock project it was three songs but they're all lo-fi pop, punk rock and um wait, wait. like I just like music and if I could if I if I can't do it I'll still try because what happens in the computer is between me and the computer. Nobody knows what happened there. So if I don't like it, I can delete it, call it day, but like, um, if it's good, Facts. I hope to release it sooner or later and see what happens. I just like music.
0: That's Facts, about it. Facts. Yeah, man, because I, I always talk, I've, I've been talking about lately because there, there's there's a lot of nuance to hip-hop that people don't understand, so I try to, like, whenever I interview artists or or, or, or uh non-hip hop artist and like that like always try to like bring the nuance in because majority of the country only knows mainstream they don't understand oh, those, like, mad 100%. different genres within hip hop and stuff like yeah. that like yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a horrorcore artist on I had scam man on for fucking three six mafia like I like and he's all straight up horrorcore artist like and Ooh. he's nothing mainstream at all like he's talking about selling his soul to Satan and shit <laughs> holy shit but it's all comical though he's not really yeah, 100%. saying he's gonna sell his soul to yeah.
1: <laughs> i remember i remember when horrorcore was like starting to get out real big in the underground i used to yeah. fuck with that shit Heavy the m m was doing it all relapsing shit yeah, like, yeah horrorcore yeah. horror still go hard for me sometimes bro. don't get you don't yeah. get twisted bro
0: i feel like that genre might come back you know i i had um a green man on who uh who worked with project Pat and uh he he's like a hardcore artist but he's also a juggalo as well too and he was (laughs) and his shit is fire so i'm just like yo like i wish that uh i wish that there was a way that um hip-hop artists and post-metal artists bands and stuff like that can like kind of like mold because Bro, you hear the influences in so many other, one hundred percent. I mean, be so fire, <laughs> exactly. And
1: what I what I tell myself is, like, I'm young, so I don't have the tools that I would have. Like, if you give me a, fu- a a fucking gospel choir, shit, I can right. do with that. You give me a live band, the shit I can right. do with that. I just don't have it yet, and that's okay. I'm not struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm not like sweating over it. But what, what I work with what I've got, and mm-hmm. I I do get so excited thinking about those that time when it comes because like i don't know what i'm gonna do but i know that i can do something crazy with it
0: Mm, mm. let's get into the project pretend now before i before i shout out my favorite joints from this from this project um what i love about it is how it's like i see that you're like literally like taking your time into like giving the the uh the fan a chance to just like get a, a sneak peek of you because it's only 17 minutes long, but it's 17 minutes long of like like good vibes, good rhythms and shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um what 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 uh what what got you inspired to, to make this project pretend?
1: Um I've had this concept of pretend in my head, in my notes, in my computer for since twenty eighteen. I but I never had the confidence to um, pull it off. The goal, Mm. the concept of pretend is like everything's good. We're having a great time. I'm with my friends and shit. And then it flips to come back to reality. He's like, yo, wake up. Like it's Mm. all a dream. It's not real. And then it just gets sad from there. Mm. Um, I never really knew how to execute it when I was younger. So I just waited and waited and um, pretend is my sixth studio project. So Mm. I felt like while it's not big to other like big artists, but for me, where i'm at at 23 years old to have six full projects under my belt that's pretty big to me and i was really excited so i thought you know let's give it a shot um a lot of my projects are short because they're not full albums to me they're i they're mostly eps and like a couple Mm mixtapes but um when it came to pretend what really made me want to do it beside the concept is i was in a new part of my life like i um I just finished my Pink series, Pink 1 and Pink 2, and I had, like, a little spinoff, which was, yeah, whatever, cool, do you. Um, That was about, like, a real bad relationship I was in. So I've just finished the series for Pink, and uh, I really didn't know what else to do. I was like, ah, shit, what am I going to do? And I just signed a distribution deal at the point with um, Untitled Export, and they were like, yo, let's get us a project out for summer most of my tracks so most of my stuff comes out in the winter because it's mm-hmm. sad boy vibes you know
0: right so right, when right. they were
1: like yo we need it in the summer we need like eight songs eight nine songs i was like Ugh. Um, <laughs> okay and but like i needed that because i was so stuck on singing and like talk rap, I guess you could say, that I forgot I could rap sometime. My friend kept telling me, like, yo, you got the bars. Let's just do that. So I was like, oh, fuck it. So um, pretend that's why the first half is just all bars, you know. I had fun with it because I wanted to test myself to make sure I still had the bars that I used to have when I was in high school. Mm. So that's why it was more summer vibes because I felt like, you know, it was the summer. It was late August that was coming out. It had to, It just made sense.
0: Mm. Yeah, and the R&B vocals really does complement it well. Um, fucks with it. Um, my favorite is my favorite joint right now. Um, is a uh, cotton candy butterflies. Ah, Actually, yeah. cotton candy butterflies, and then um, fucking, I, I fell in love with the devil at prom. That shit is fire, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you,
1: thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's I fell in love with the devil is my favorite, but cotton candy butterflies, man. Yes. That, my friend Kira Mar um, great friend yeah. of mine went to high school with him he ate that shit bro he mm. ate that shit I wanted to give him a chance to really show what he was capable of that's why I kind of just did the hook so to speak and I didn't put a verse on it and shit because he he ate that shit like this, mm. this is the best way I could put it mm. the man Destroy, destructive. Had, honestly, he, when it was all over, I called. I'm like, bro, you had to do all that on my song now. Like, you, you do all that. <laughs> like, I know, I know, I told you to go hard, but I, I ain't say go go hard. I like, go that hey, hard. Like, you went hard, like, shit. <laughs> I, I like. I remember when I first put it out before, because it was a single off the project, and I was sitting there I'm sure. like, bro, I think I should put a verse on this. Like, like I don't like how you did my song. Like, this, it's dangerous. <laughs> what am I supposed to do about this, man? <laughs> but I'm happy that it came out the way it did, and I had to leave it <laughs> because. He really, um, he solidified that song. So shout out K. Mark. Word, word,
0: word. What, 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 what? Um, what was the, what was the? I fell in love with the devil at prom. About,
1: um, well, like I said, my pink series is about my ex, and I, I fell in love with her at prom. We, we oh. were young. We were young. We were together for like five, six years. And um, if you hear the song, "It's Been a Long Night," I can't find no one that I want to be with i'm mm-hmm. kind of taking myself back to that prom setting but this time i'm trying not to fall in love with her um because mm-hmm. she said she loved me but I, I just can't believe it like i've been here before um so this time i think i'm gonna leave it um what does she say um because i don't want to look back in time and talk about what happened i don't want to look back in time and see how you treated me when you knew that i was broken because when i was in a relationship i was still with depression and it, i was gonna go through that <laughs> but like it was like my, the point was I'm trying to take myself back to that setting where um, it kind of all started, but like try not to do it.
0: Trust me. Mm. Mm. Uh, where where the time has gone? Now that's another one, man. So
1: because <laughs> I love the story of where has time gone, bro. Um, <laughs> my my friend he sent me a beat pack. He said, "Yo," I said, "Yo, I need a pack." You know, I'm working on pretend. Send me a pack. He sent every song, every beat, great beats, but they just weren't. Ugh. Mm. So I'm scrolling through TikTok one night, and I come across his TikTok, and I hear that beat. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I call him and I'm like, yo, bro, you sent me a beat pack, like, eight songs, but you got this beautiful one on your TikTok. What are you doing? Like, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. <laughs> so he gave it to me bro and that's actually a freestyle like everything on that is freestyle like off the dome right there. oh for real nice yeah because i didn't have anything written so i'm like let to see what happens because like the way i do music the way i like make my music is i freestyle every track every track is freestyle to an extent like um i'll start freestyle and i freestyle the whole bar and i'm like okay that was nice let me take that bar let me take.
0: that's that like how bar. juice world used to do it
1: yeah but like, everyone says that but I, I never knew that i'm not a huge juice world fan so i didn't yeah. know that so uh, i'll freestyle one but like, take that bar take that bar and then i write around it i start writing around him you know make the lines good um and then make the structure of a song so i was like let me just freestyle it so like i'm in the booth and i'm recording and before i knew what the song was over like and i was like yo this shit's fire but i if i didn't go on tiktok that night i probably would have got that beat because he wasn't that's gonna crazy
0: that. <laughs> man tiktok is just like doing the lord's work for artists right now mm-hmm. it's literally like playing artists on the map like 100 no wonder soldier boy is yelling oh i'm never one on tiktok gotta remind niggas like <laughs> yeah <hell laughs> so
1: boy never took an l in his life <laughs> he was, he was like, the first one to do everything i believe it
0: yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Believe it. I mean again dude definitely come to social media and how to like learn how to fucking use social media to build your platform he's he, he definitely gave yeah. up lay on that man, like yeah,
1: and I feel like that's one of the things I need to learn, um marketing and stuff like that, like, um, I do a decent job, but that's just one of my weaknesses, like I just right. like, can't remark and get it,
0: you'll get it, you'll get it, I mean, if you want to talk to my boy um uh, in Switzerland, I can definitely link y'all up he all he does is talk about marketing with artists, like that's part of his like thing he just helps out 100%. a lot of artists hundred yeah. like that I would, or, uh, I'll I do that, thank you. I'll definitely link you up with him. He's a he's a great guy. I went to high school with him.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate it, bro. Definitely sure. appreciate that.
0: What else you got uh going on now? Like you just you just pushing that record, that that uh that um, album right now?
1: Right now I am I'm pushing pretend because mm-hmm. I'm I'm working on my next project. Um <laughs> I would give a name, but knowing me it'll change in a heartbeat. So <laughs> uh but I am working on the thing. I'm sitting on like four songs. I might release a single. Uh, hopefully a little bit after Thanksgiving, I plan to release just a a random single. It might go on Mm. a project, it might not. I don't know. I just feel like I've been too quiet. So, Mm. um, I'm going to drop something like that for now. And, um, I'm just trying to work it out, but still push that project because it's a dope project. I feel like it's good, of especially for being such a short time. Yeah. (coughs) What the fuck was that? But, (laughs) um... I think at some point it'll really be good to like you know get ready for the next project, but I'm not trying to drop too much that it's hard to digest for people. That's all. Facts,
0: facts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like honestly though, like I like what you're doing. It's interesting because you know we released the album that was a short like that. Um, it was like 30 minutes short stuff like that, and it got a lot of a lot of good. Vibes from it and stuff like that, and I'm seeing that you're like getting numbers that are similar to ours and shit like that. So it's probably it's, it's that's cool as fuck. Like seven thousand people listen to your shit every single month. That's freaking beautiful, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually <laughs> a lot more, but um, yeah.
1: I, like I said, I was quiet, and when you're quiet, they eventually start to go away. Right, right. And um, I like short songs. I like mm. doing shit like that because my formula is um. If I make a one minute song, you like it, you go and play it back. That's another play. That's another stream. Um, Because it's just it's like it's so good and you're enjoying it, and before you know it, it's over. And I find myself doing that with a lot of other artists too. I'm like, damn, why that shit was so short? Play that back. Play that back. Play that back. So like that's my formula. That's my little cheat code I've learned just to like you know. But I also like short songs because like most of the time. I, uh, I'll write, like, one good verse or I'll sing it and whatever, and then I'm like, okay, second verse. But I'm like, yo, this was so good, though. That's it, that's it. <laughs> like, like, that's it, that's it. Like, so, that's, just how, that's my little Chico that I've learned that short songs go a long way. Not to say that long songs don't. I just mm-hmm. noted that my longer songs weren't getting much speed and revenue as like much as my shorter songs.
0: Right, right. And then you go and switch it up once you build up that fan base, you know? How did you feel when you saw that you... Literally had three hundred thousand people listen to your shit one time. How did that See, feel?
1: That was amazing, but it wasn't as amazing as when I first got a hundred thousand on that yeah. song. Um, like I said, that song hit when I was nineteen. Right, right. And um, I remember waking up in the morning, just about to go to school because I was in college at the time. And I'm already late, by the way. Late to school, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, getting you're not up. Not a morning I'm, bird, I can see. I am not a morning person. I am not. So I'm getting up and I'm running. I'm trying. I'm like fuck, fuck, fuck. And I get a call. And I'm like, hello. And he's like, yo, yo, yo. You see your thing? I'm like, bro, I don't got time for this. What, 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 what? <laughs> and he's like, bro, you hit a hundred, a hundred, um, thousand. I'm like, bro, bro, bro. Is my life a joke to you? <laughs> like, I'm over here late to school, and you telling me I hit a hundred. Bro, bro, I deal with you later. Doo, doo, doo. Hung up, gone. Trying to get this girl. I'm riding home. I'm driving this goal and like I get in the parking lot, I'm like, Yo, what if he wasn't lying? Like, why would he lie <laughs> about that? So I'm <laughs> up in the parking lot. And I'm checking, and I'm like, Yo, bro, to me, that was God saying, Go home. You can enjoy the rest of your day. So I went back <laughs> home. I said, Fuck that glass. <laughs> I said, Fuck that glass. I went like, home. and I enjoyed my day. Like that was like the. <laughs> greatest thing. And I remember sitting there just refreshing it and refreshing it and refreshing, it, and refreshing it, right. and it. kept going and going and going and going. And I'm like, yo, this is amazing. At some point I thought I made it. I'm like, I ain't gotta go to school no right? more. I ain't poor no more. Mama, I made it. Obviously <laughs> it wasn't the case, but it did put me on a grander scale. I'm very grateful for it. Period. Yes. yes. But um now it's at three hundred something and when it gets to that half mark, uh that's when like I'm gonna be really excited. So I'm just kinda living right now. Mm.
0: That's crazy how you literally was like, bro. I'm gonna skip class. <laughs>
1: bro, bro. Honestly, bro. In high school, and um, in high school and college, I just school wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Right, school right. wasn't for me. I in school I took um, I majored in music theory, and I was trying to major in music theory because I wanted to learn more about music. You know how to structure it and certain stuff like that. Well, they were teaching me about Beethoven, Bach, and classical music. And that's just not my, that's just not, that wasn't going to help me. Like, it still yeah, hasn't it helped me easy. since this day. Yeah. Like, so I was like, like, I just didn't, like, don't get me wrong for everybody out there. You know, you can go to school and you got the brain, go to school. But for me, it just wasn't me.
0: Right, right, right. There's no hip hop music theory or funk, at least exactly Or Motown, something. Nothing. Some Some type of Nothing music theory for that. You know what I mean? We can't Nothing just all, all learn Beethoven and shit. Exactly.
1: Right? And plus, I was like, oh, <laughs> Plus, I was like, I was going through my, you know, my depression and stuff like that, uh, so it was really hard. I think what sent me over the edge was I uh, was minoring in like business major, and they gave me statistics, and I couldn't do it no more. That was <laughs> the last straw, and I never went back. Yeah. <laughs> never fucking went back, bro oh man that's real i had a horrible day and i'm like go to class get this shit over with yeah. and then the paper spoke spanish i said i'm leaving i'm not doing it anymore i didn't understand it i had enough i had enough i was not happy
0: with anything they were doing <laughs> oh. that's real though that's real i mean i could kind of like uh understand because like when i was going to college I was just sitting there, just sitting there like, bro, like, why the fuck am I here? Like, mm-hmm. I don't really want this shit. Like, the only reason why I went, because my parents was telling me, like, oh, exactly. make sure you get a good degree, stuff like that. And I was trying to exactly. do music, and they're just like, oh, where's that gonna go? But exactly. we want you so. to do it. You should do it, but you should also get a good degree if you're gonna mm-hmm. do it, just in case. So I well, went to college just to appease them. And then I dropped out when I moved out of my parents' house. Didn't tell them until like a year later. And they were just like, oh, you dropped out.
1: Man, for me, <laughs> bro, that's funny you said. Because I, I could see it was like, what?
0: What you been doing for a year? <laughs> right? Working? I had like three fucking jobs. I was living on my own. I was working hard. Hey, that's yeah, what man. I was doing. Man, that's <laughs> a cycle,
1: man. Because I, I remember at some point, I was like, when I um when I dropped out, my mom my mom didn't go to college. My dad did, so my mm-hmm. mom was like, "Okay, work. That's all you're gonna do." My dad was very respectful. He was like, "All right, cool, work. That's all you're gonna do." But when the music started pumping out for me, I'm like, "Huh? Like, I want to do this full time, guys. Like, this is what I want to do in my life." And mm-hmm. They're like, <laughs> "They're like, look, if us stuff that I talk about." Is different than most rappers, that especially that they've heard, you know. So they're like, I, I don't know. I mean, it took my mom a little bit to understand, Cause like your parents, no one that loves you wants to know that you're that you that you're dealing with the shit that that I talk about. Right,
0: right. So
1: that's why it took my family, my mom and my dad at least, to uh, some time to really get to the point where I'm like, okay, you could, I respect it. So. I'm to that point now, but I just knew that it was harder than it was.
0: Mm. Oh mm. God! You got any tours? Or nah, any, any uh, shows you, you plan on? I doing? I don't
1: have any upcoming shows right now. Um, mm. The pandemic really killed a lot of shit. Yeah, let's start with that. Yeah. but I um, I do want to get back out there and stuff, but it's it's hard. It's hard to try to figure out, you know. How you gonna do certain things when um people people are so afraid to be you know together right now? So it's hard to like try to get them out and try to do stuff. But I do want to um get back out there and stuff. I missed the stage, but then my music has changed because at first it was like really loud, hard bars, music shit, and now it's um just you know real slow vibes. So now I gotta find venues that'll. Like, fuck with that. And not just the venue, but, like, the people in the venue, because I can go to any fucking club and start singing about sad shit, but when the club go, whoa, what what you doing? Like, you killing the vibe! Now I'm the bad guy, you feel me? So... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you... Come on, you gotta find something. Everybody, you know what I mean? Like, Eminem doesn't even have, like, hits, really. He has, like, he he has hits, but it's not, like, in the club type of hits. He has, like, like, straight up, like, you know, like, this is the vibe that I'm dealing with right now type of shit. Like, exactly. this I feel type of shit right now. It's nothing like, he could do that if he wanted to. I mean, he made that beat. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Smack That? You know, mm-hmm. he, uh, he wrote bro. that. He fucking was Dre.
1: He bro, was bro Dre Smack That, that goes so fucking hard, bro. Not even smack that, you know, shake that with Nate Dogg, bro. Yeah, yeah.
0: The hat one go hard too. Right. That one go hard too. Yeah. Uh oh, oh. It's funny that that you say that cuz my girlfriend Nikki, she loves that song by Nate Dogg and Eminem and she sings that shit. Um, that, that shit was hard I love that shit and I'd be like I never heard that song Until she started singing I was just like What the fuck That shit kind of fire uh, <laughs> I never heard that song before.
1: Bro, I knew I'm Nate just Dog Nate Dog I mean, He's like Two to the one To the one To the three I Yeah like two to the one To like the one To the three I was, I was like, like, like this. I was like Yo Excuse me <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Okay Don't start singing <laughs> <laughs> He's about to start singing it, <laughs> but yeah, I haven't heard that joint, and I was so shocked to hear that because I'm a big Nate Dog fan. Like I love Nate Dog Eminem. Like I was like, how the hell did shit get past me? But they have so many projects.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, man. Um, they got Till I Collapse is another good one. Right. Um, that's my favorite one from them from that from that duo. I should say that's but, a serious
0: record. Yeah. Seasons.
1: Um, they got so many. Eminem is he's a gold man. I feel like too many people shit on Eminem these days, but I feel you like- feel like
0: he's too dangerous right now because like a lot of rappers be trying to get at him and they don't have the type of bar caliber that he has. I
1: feel like I feel like they should
0: leave that man alone. <laughs> leave that man alone. Just leave him alone.
1: Simple, leave that man alone. The man is like in his fifties, and he's still doing that. Leave that man alone.
0: And he's like, rapping even faster than he was when he was in the nineties, man. Like leave
1: that man alone. <laughs> that's all I'm saying with that shit. Bro. Leave that man alone, bro.
0: <laughs> Don't have him go in the booth thinking about you. That's bro. It. <laughs> he
1: out rapped tech. He out tech nine. Yeah, that's crazy. Like leave that the man tech alone. Tech nine
0: is a goat too. Like that's the same. Like that's what I'm talking about. tell you. Oh, yeah, better stop playing.
1: I got take
0: at Fifty Cent saying that he could be like literally the best rapper alive, like yeah. because he's white. And like, like, what bro, y'all like, He is like a fucking problem. Like, not even man, that.
1: Like- <laughs> Eminem put Fifty on. Of course, Fifty gonna say some shit like that. Right, like me Being right. yeah, a Fifty Cent fan, and you know, I'm like, it's like Fifty had no reason to sign with Eminem. Like he could have been like, nah, I'm gonna pick somebody else. But he signed with Eminem because he know that nigga is the best. Yeah, yeah. That's not a white guy. Eminem is black, hundred percent. Eminem's black. You can't tell me nothing different. <laughs> M&M.
0: It's that Detroit. It's that goddamn tap yeah. order.
1: Yeah, yeah, you said, you said Hopson the black Eminem. Oh, M's the black Eminem. Like,
0: 100%. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I, we, so we do New York shows. If you want, I could try to talk to... Uh, my boys, see if we could like get you to 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 like collab bro, with us. Hell yeah, bro! Really hell yeah! I was just thinking about that,
1: bro. Hell yeah, I would love, bro.
0: I got some, a- I got some uh, older people in the band though, so <laughs> they uh they they want to watch the COVID restrictions, but yeah, we keep in touch on some things. You only in New Jersey. You are not far.
1: Yeah, I'm not far at all, bro. I'm not far at all, bro. Man, look, I tell you the same thing I tell my friends when they want to go out. I'm down for whatever. Like. <laughs> Right, yeah. I'm down for whatever, man. I just want to spread love, make my music, and just grow from it. Mm. That's it. So if y'all mm. are doing shows, well, hit me up at any time, bro. I, I would love to be
0: a part. Yeah, we do like By- Byrie, Electric, uh, The Bitter End, uh, all, all those little spots, oh. stuff like that.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah.
0: The Bitter End has a lot. Of, uh, even Muhammad Ali was there. Like, I didn't even know what he was doing there. I just saw a picture. I'm like, mom you don't sing, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: when, I, when I first doing when I first started doing shows and shit. That's when I was still in college, so I would go to school, go to work, hit the road, knock him on to like 4 a.m., do homework, and repeat the same cycle. It was hell. Mm. But um, I think my biggest, my biggest and greatest performance I ever did was at the Electric Factory in Philly, and uh, I that shit was different. I loved yeah. it. I had fun. and that. But like, that was when I was rapping about, like, see, that was when I was, like, really just rapping hard bars, just having fun, hard beats and stuff.
0: Yeah, like, know, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I, I've changed a lot through music and, like, life in general, so I just, um, trying to find that those type of venues is a lot harder now. Mm. But, if you are willing to give me the opportunity and chance, I'm, I'm greatly
0: appreciative, man. I really appreciate yeah, it, man. Well, like I'm pretty, cause we always been looking for somebody to open. You know what I mean? Cause that's like awesome. it's a, it's a big deal, and like even finding other headliners, like we do, like four to three hour sets.
1: God damn. <laughs> I um, I think I could do that, but damn, that's a lot of set.
0: That's a lot of fucking sets well you know eric is just a beast he just 24 7 just like uh we gotta crunch this in 24 7 that's the lead singer in the band but like dude like you your your music fits the type of vibe that we talk about stuff like that so that's why i was thinking about that because like it gotta be someone that's in the same concept you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like your music definitely fits the type of vibe because we talk about serious topics all the time and emotions and stuff like that we don't really get we don't really dabble into like relationships and shit like that but we talk about like mental health and all that stuff like it's a all big right, deal
1: i'm
0: down I'm definitely down i really appreciate it bro Work, worry worry yeah man um i want there's so much more we can talk about but i have to get ready for work <sighs> yeah
1: man i felt that bro grind <laughs> Man, but, uh, is...
0: tell everybody where they can find you one more time. And, uh, send me your links and then uh, we'll keep in touch. I'll, I'll let you know about the dude in Switzerland as well, too. Bro,
1: um, everywhere. Uh, Google. You just Google me, it'll give you everything. just PAX and Chase, uh, Twitter, PAX and Chase, uh, Instagram, PAX and Chase. Like, literally, that's it. Just type that in and you'll find me.
0: Worry, worry, worry. Um, and everybody listening, have a really good day. Uh, check out my boy, Paxton Chase. This is a really good kid right here. Um, this is the type of music that not many people got right now, so it's definitely interesting. And um, check that shit out. All the way from New Jersey here, New Haven, Connecticut. We got the solidarity going. Um, pa- Paxton Chase, you got any uh, any last words that you'd like to say?
1: Um, go peep pretend. Did my shit with that. Uh, and just live your life. Be happy, you know. Spread love. You no, know, we have enough anger and violence in this world, so yeah. let's try to yeah. make it better than what it got to be.
0: Facts, <laughs> facts. Man, it's crazy. Wait, yo, how did you feel about that Travis Scott shit that just that happened, actually? bro? That shit's that wild, was crazy, bro. Right? Yeah, that shit, bro. I
1: don't. I I don't, I couldn't live with myself. Like I heard he hasn't left his home. Um, he got to pay like two billion dollars, two million probably, probably two billion, but like. Shit. I don't know, like if I were him, because I don't. Obviously, that wasn't something that he intended to happen. Yeah. So, Does like, he had two billion dollars to pay.
0: I don't think he's a billionaire yet. Yeah, I don't know. He got sneaker he'd... deals and shit like that, but I don't think he has two billion dollars. I think he's
1: gonna figure something out because that's, that's, that's trouble. <laughs> man, that's you gotta trouble. start trapping. No, he gotta go back to Texas. <laughs> start Texas. Call El Chapo. Yo, what was that
0: connect you had? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, like, look, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bro, because that's why a lot of great, a lot of people just lost their lives, and a lot of people were injured too. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: that was crazy. <sighs> no, no, man. And you know, like I will always like look back and see like those floating stages, like what Kanye did, and i be like, bro, like one wrong move, and it's over. So like, it's just wild. it's a sad, sad thing. I mean, like my opinion is like obviously it's not for what I mean, he intended, but. Right. If it's your show, you gotta gotta make sure everything's on the p's and q's. So, right.
0: what I think is very comical. I saw a Scissor. Um, scissor did a did a show. Yeah, and she was like, "Is everybody okay?" I'm like, "Yo, your music is not rage music. Like, why you worrying? Is everybody okay? Your music, lovey dovey. They fucking cuddling and kissing in the crowd. You over here like yeah. is everybody okay?
1: <laughs> nah, I remember. I remember when Scissor considered a show, like you said. And um Travis came on and they were not happy. They were oh, sheep boy and uh you know? yeah, recent after the whole thing. Oh so, I like, they um so the DJ had to like change the song and everybody was good again. I was like,
0: God damn. I kind of feel bad because even though he was doing a lot of like cause he has a history of getting the crowd getting real crazy, mm-hmm. like the, the company he was fucking with, Live Nation, they also have like a a, a a huge problem with like restrict not restrictions but like the huge problem with like protecting uh people and their security is not always like um good security like they'll get somebody off the street that just looking to do a security job instead of actually like have trained security people like so i'm just like but yeah um apparently over 200 people in the past decade or something like that has died at a Live Nation uh, produced concert, so I was just like, "Damn!" Like it was literally like a snowball effect. You got Travis Scott acting crazy, and then you got Live Nation. Live Nation not that doing nothing. Even that. I didn't do. even know they were.
1: Was, was that incompetent. That's that's really wild.
0: <laughs> They're the biggest promotional and concert company in the country right now. So it's like, why are y'all that reckless, bro? Uh, it's always the
1: big ones that be on uh, real, real real, like non nah, care i, I know I noticed that shit. The right, small right. ones, you know, they they on their p's and q's, trying their best. But the big ones are like, okay,
0: we like, got, it. yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's fucking wild. It's like Amazon right now. They're Hell literally yeah. like, you can't tell they can do no wrong. They control everything. They got, rid- they they business everybody with deliveries, Everybody. Hell
1: yeah! And I used to deliver for Amazon. Fuck Amazon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Amazon. Fuck bro. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro. I, I just want to sit down with Jeff Bezos and be like, "Do you know what's happening in these warehouses? <laughs> like, do facts. you know what's going on? You need to say something. Thanks, you need to say you.
0: something. I'm <laughs> <You're> tired. <laughs> Fuck. Yo, man, we talk about working conditions all the time on this podcast too. Like, huh, working class, the shit they go through. That's bro, crazy. It's wild, bro. It's <laughs> fucking wild,
1: bro. 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 I worked at an Amazon warehouse for four days. Quit immediately. I was like never going back. And then I said, you know what? I could deliver. And I delivered for about um a year or two, but I only delivered for that long because the money was good. It was bearable. But dude, boy, hell. Oh shit. Hell dang. is that bad? Hell. Damn. Hell. <laughs> like yeah. Don't even give me started with peak season. Oh my god. Oh, you I
0: had was the, never that's what you was working on the peak season part? Mm-hmm. Oh I dang. was delivering packages on Christmas Eve. Uh,
1: the, the day before Thanksgiving, like
0: yeah. So did you have to sleep? Some people were sleeping at Amazon. Did you, did you ever have to sleep there?
1: No, oh. no. I ain't working the warehouse. I just delivered the packages. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> during when I was the four days in the warehouse was nowhere near peak season because it would have been like a day. But um, while I was working in the uh, when I was driving the van and delivering the packages um, during peak season it was hell um. I'm sure you heard a story about having like people having to pee in bottles. That's true. I've had to pee in a lot of bottles.
0: People had to pee in bottles because
1: they'll take. Well, see, Jer- they'll they put me in like Jersey and PA. I was like yeah. between those two, and they'll take us far. Take me. I would have to like my route would happen happen to be far that day. You know, it, it was randomized yeah. routes, and like, I'm just in the woods, just house, tree, 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 tree house, tree, 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 house. So I would have to use the bathroom, and at that point, it was like, damn, I. I'm sorry. My dog decided to be in my way. Move. <laughs> so at that part, it was like, I gotta use the bathroom. And I couldn't go a certain amount off my route. So like, the nearest McDonald's was like 10, 15 minutes off the route. I can't do that. I, I could only go I, I could only go around 10 minutes off the route before they were like, yo, where are you going? So, um, I had to just pee in a bottle. Um, mm. God forbid I had to actually like, shit. like, Cause then I would just have to hold it to be bad. Dog, move! Oh my god, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, nice
0: dog. <laughs> Thank you.
1: She is a brat. Every interview she does, this she don't never show me love until I'm starting to do some music stuff. <laughs> Once I start doing like interviews and stuff, that's when she like, yo, what you doing? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. You, your like, dog like, just trying to get famous,
1: <laughs> bro. She's more famous than me. People love this dog. People come here for the dog. Sometimes I'm convinced.
0: That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, my I have a cat uh, that that would periodically like show her face on this camera sometimes. Like she'll just straight up just start. And like, will never bothered me, but every time when I'm on here, she'll mm-hmm. just come up and be like, it's always, and shit.
1: Exactly. <laughs> "Always when exactly always want like I was I watched her come in here, lay in her bed, then get up like nah, I do now I, I want to fuck with him. I like, <laughs>
0: is ridiculous. Who are you talking to? Who's that? Who's man, that, like, what, that what's, what's going on over there, man? <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, yeah. Man. Let me let you go, man. So I awesome, can get man. To work, but thank you so much for coming on. Nah, thank you so you much for having me, again, bro. Man.
1: Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. you will set it up, bro. But I'll, I'll text you right after this. We'll go from there.
0: Bet, bet, bet. Right, everybody else, have a good day. All right. Guys, guys. transforming community. Peace in our human family. <laughs> I, unity. Shining individually Collectively transforming community Peace in our human family One love, one growth As above, so below Feel the pain in my soul The rep will dissolve organized no matter the cost politicians starts wars they don't fight they sit in the park and nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together give hell to the masses watch the unity rapture this is for the kids and the culture it's one love one growth one light light warriors